Learning Objective 4-6. Describe the IRA funding vehicles and the types of investments that are allowed. The first type of funding vehicle for an IRA is the individual retirement account, which can be either a trust or custodial account. The trustee or custodian must be a bank, a federally insured credit union, a savings and loan association, or a person or organization that receives IRS permission to act as the trustee or custodian. The alternative is an individual retirement annuity. This is a non-transferable annuity issued by an insurance company. IRA annuities may not have fixed annual premiums. It is allowable, however, to charge an annual fee for each premium or to have a level annual premium for a supplementary benefit, such as a waiver of premium in case of disability. Typically, IRAs are invested in certificates of deposit, money market funds, mutual funds, income bond funds, corporate bond funds, common stocks, and other equities. Self-directed IRAs, which are IRAs that allow the taxpayer to shift investments between different vehicles, are also popular. IRA assets cannot be used to purchase life insurance or invest in collectibles. Collectibles include works of art, oriental rugs, antiques, rare coins, stamps, rare wines, and certain other tangible property. There is an exception for certain U.S. gold and silver coins and precious metals. IRAs also have to avoid prohibited transactions with a disqualified person. In addition to the participant or any beneficiaries, disqualified persons include fiduciaries and members of the IRA participant's family, such as a spouse, ancestor, lineal descendant, and any spouse of a lineal descendant. Types of transactions that are prohibited include a participant's borrowing money or selling property to the IRA, using the IRA for collateral for a loan, or buying personal property that is used by the participant. The penalty for a participant engaging in a prohibited transaction is harsh. The account is no longer an IRA when the transaction takes place. Learning Objective 4-7. Discuss appropriate uses of IRAs and Roth IRAs. Over the last several years, there have been important and favorable changes for IRAs. Even though IRA planning has become considerably more complicated, it has also created additional opportunities for financial planning clients. Looking at IRAs in the current playing field, here are some general observations. First, the maximum contribution to an IRA has risen. For 2009, the limit is $5,000. Individuals over age 50 can contribute an additional $1,000. Second, for couples with income of less than $166,000 per year, the maximum contribution is deductible for spouses who do not participate in an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Third, the ability to make withdrawals from an IRA without penalty for family educational expenses and for the purchase of the first home takes away much disincentive to invest in an IRA. Fourth, the Roth IRA offers a significant tax benefit that's available to many taxpayers who cannot make deductible IRA contributions. For example, a single taxpayer earning $90,000 who is a 401k plan participant cannot make a deductible IRA contribution, but can make a $5,000 contribution to a Roth IRA in 2009. Fifth, choosing between the tax-deductible IRA and the Roth IRA is difficult. If the individual's marginal tax rate in retirement is significantly lower than when the individual is working, then the deductible IRA is probably the better choice. 
However, when the individual's tax rate is likely to be higher in retirement, then the Roth IRA may result in larger accumulations. This distinction means that very young clients in the 15% tax bracket should consider the Roth IRA. Furthermore, individuals who have already accumulated significant assets for retirement on a tax-deferred basis may want to use the Roth IRA as a way to create a more balanced portfolio. Also, remember that both are excellent ways to save for retirement. The client cannot go wrong with either IRA. Sixth, many taxpayers will not be willing to convert traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs because of the current tax liability. Wealthier persons who may want to convert will earn too much to be eligible. However, from a financial perspective, many taxpayers should seriously consider Roth IRA conversions, especially those who will be leaving the money in the Roth IRA to grow for a significant number of years. Computer software is available that could be quite helpful in this analysis. Also note that beginning in the year 2010, the earnings limit is removed, and all taxpayers will be able to convert to a Roth IRA. Seventh, the current IRA rules offer little for taxpayers with high-end income. However, older, more affluent individuals can still have a part to play. They can provide encouragement and funds to their children and grandchildren who can then take advantage of these opportunities. This concludes our review of the chapter.